Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. I cannot believe we have already made it to episode 69, and as it has been now for actually a year, Randy Cash is there recording with me through the computer. Hi. Hey. How you doing? Can you believe I'm doing okay. Can you believe that we have been recording this way for a year? I know. It's crazy, isn't it? I, it wow. Already. It really is, which... I might be a little a little off because I want to say that we met like a year ago for the last time in person, which means I haven't actually seen you in person in a year. And that's crazy to me. Like, I feel like I see oh, you yeah. like every week because we do this and we talk and we text or whatever. But it's very weird to wow. think I haven't hugged you. I haven't seen you in person in a year. Like, that's kind of tripping me out just a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, because there haven't really been comedy shows too much i've only done a few of those uh, wow wow okay that's just sinking in so sorry if wow is the only thing i can say no 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 it's okay i, I think there's a lot of that going around i mean yes we want to get into the topics of boundaries that's important but so much about this show is also about the importance of you know mental health and mindfulness and you know just being aware of self-care and all of the things it all ties together but you know it is really interesting to think back on what this last year has been you know been doing what's been going on what's happened in these last 12 months and Although I don't really think, you know, we talked about before that maybe this isn't really like the new normal because we haven't regulated. Nothing is going to stay the way that it is right now. We just don't know what it's going to shift into. And I think there's a lot of, you know, emotional burnout that's kind of happening. I'm, I'm seeing a theme more and more with my my one on one clients of, you know, people just feeling very um, just tired, you know, and feeling a bit the uh, the intensity of the last year, whatever has happened in each of our individual lives is enough. And then you have this kind of collective situation where we're all going through our own version of the same craziness. You know, it's just, it's been intense. Yeah, I would say everybody is having, let me rephrase that. A lot of people seem to be having this uh, pandemic fatigue. I don't know what else mm -hmm. to call it. This separation fatigue, the whole thing. I'm tired yeah. of the whole thing myself. Yeah, I, I think that's that's a good way to look at it. I mean, you know, just because we're tired of something doesn't mean that it just poof goes away or that it's magic or anything. But yeah, I do think that maybe there's a, a part of us all that's just kind of, you know, feeling that fatigue. That's probably a really good word for it. So, you know, maybe it's kind of fitting that as we start digging into the boundaries and today is specifically focused on physical boundaries. That whole physical space thing is a really interesting concept to think about, especially through the lens of the last 12 months and everything that's gone on during that time. Because for the, you know, the longest time, I think we, you know, sort of took for granted the ability to just, you know, be close to people, walk up and hug somebody, shake hands, you know, be, you know, sit around a table at a restaurant, you know, all of these things that we don't really think of as related to physical space and physical boundaries. But when all of a sudden we're given guidance that says, hey, you need to maintain six feet distance or you need to, you know, not shake hands or not hug people or what, you know, whatever the guidance is, it, it trips up the brain a little bit. And so I think this might be a, a bit of a layered conversation. Some of it is about just setting physical boundaries and the importance of that. But I think the other is definitely looking at what the physical boundaries that have been sort of forced upon us, right? Like you want to think about boundaries is something as a form of self-care that you can set for your life for what you do and don't allow, 
But when something is given to you as a you must adhere to this boundary, that changes the way we think about it just a little bit. All I'm going to say is 2020 has not respected my boundaries, Lindsay. <laughs> you just want to send a complaint to the year 2020? Yeah, I would like to do that. Can I file that with you, please? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to the right people. I'll get it to them. I'll get it to them. Um, you know, I, I do. I, I get what you're saying. And it, it is. It's just, you know, to have to sort of reprocess everything that we took for granted, everything we, you know, our way of life, the way we operate, the way we do business, the way we interact with family, a lot of things just feel very strained and different right now. So, when we think about using boundaries as a form of self-care, you know, we go back to that idea of, you know, you controlling the fence. You're the gatekeeper for your life, what you do and don't allow in. And you control the, the locking gate that lets people in or out or lets things or whatever it is in or out. When we think about physical space, what I want you to think about is almost this idea that what if not in pandemic land, but what if in general you're you're at a party or you're you know at a get together and someone comes up and they want to hug you and you're not okay with that. You don't want that level of physical closeness with that person. How do you handle it? What do you do? Or what if somebody you've ever had those like close talkers, you know, where you back up and they get closer and you back up and they get closer. And it just feels like before you know it, you've backed yourself all the way out the door and they're still as close as they were when you started talking. I think this whole concept of physical space boundaries is important to talk about because not everyone has the same physical space boundaries that the other person they're talking to may have. We'd be experiencing like a desensitization to uh, contact and, uh, you know, connection, real human connection. Are you asking me, do I yeah. think that that's what's happening? Yeah. yeah, I think there's definitely, you know, there are, there's, there's such a thing I've been reading about as people saying that they are touch starved or that they are, you know, feeling just very disconnected from their loved ones, feeling a, a certain distance. You know, we're wired for connection. Brene Brown would say we are, you know, absolutely wired for wanting to connect with other people, especially those that we care about. And so it's almost interesting how, you know, I have had a few media experiences where I've gone and like recorded a few TV shows and done some things. And even though it was still in a socially distanced way, um, just being around that many people at one time was a bit overwhelming, you know, even going back um, back in November when we flew and went and got married, just being around that many people on a plane or in an airport was a little bit overwhelming. And I'm a people person like I like to be around people, but I had gotten so desensitized to that level of people that all of a sudden it was like a shock to my system. And so I think we can have like dueling extremes. There can be the oversensitization or the desensitization. And I think both are happening. And so when we think about, you know, maybe at one point there might have been people that go, no, I don't, you know, I want people at really arm's length and I don't want them to come close to me. I really wonder if any of those physical boundaries have changed for people. You know, if now the thing that maybe they didn't want, now they want more of or has it solidified to where they say, no, I really I, I don't want that. I'm good without it. Don't need it. Good to go. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see, like, how this shifts. Well, I can only speak for me and me only. Uh, I'm the same. My boundaries are like, yeah, stay the hell away from me. The one thing that I do miss, though, I do miss crowds of people come to watch me perform. That's what I miss. Yeah. I miss, I I miss that. that attention. That I really do miss. 
I get that. I get that. I think, yeah, you know, when we think about like space boundaries and the core of who we are, this also might help me make the point that a lot of times the core of who we are and how we show up stays pretty consistent throughout our life cycle. That doesn't mean that it doesn't shift at all. But if you've always kind of been someone that keeps people a bit at arm's length, there's a good likelihood that even now you're still going to have that same sort of approach. But it just is interesting when that's, you know, kind of forced upon us versus, you know, us setting it ourselves. I think there that's that's the that is the delineator to, to some extent. But yeah, so when we do think about outside of pandemic land, what we're talking about with physical boundaries is just simply what does our personal space bubble look like? How much space do we need around ourselves? And at what point do we set a boundary where we let someone know if we aren't okay with something that they're doing? Now, I want to make one thing clear before I let you tell me your thoughts, because we know that physical boundaries also show up in sexual boundaries, but so do intellectual and emotional boundaries. And so before we can really adequately talk about sexual boundaries in a few weeks, we have to get through the physical, emotional, and intellectual boundary conversations first, because the sexual boundaries do stand alone as kind of their own thing, but they do have elements of the other three. So I just want to make that clear, because sometimes I get questions about that when I'll do like big presentations on this, where people People always want to say, you know, like, oh, well, what about sexual boundaries? Those are a whole I I just devote a whole thing to that because it's too important to just say it's part of one of the others, because I think it it, it encompasses elements of a lot of things. Yeah, boundary by bad boundaries. (laughs) Hi, my name is Randy Cash. How are you doing? Boundaries are just, you know, like establishing an area where you can operate while being comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, we can make the argument that sometimes comfort or staying in your comfort zone may not always be the goal. But when we're talking about personal, you know, safety, feelings of security, feelings of being safe in your surroundings, that's what we're really talking about. And so this idea that, you know, I tend to be a very friendly person, but I'm also kind of awkward when it comes to hugging people that I don't know, or, you know, just if people come up to me and they want to hug me, right? Like, so I I have been known to be awkward in those situations. I'm not saying that I reject the hug, but I don't always know how to behave. And I'll give you a great example, right? Like I'm one of those people, if I've done something weird at any point in my experience with you, I'm going to like, remember it forever. Right. So this is actually going back a couple of years ago at my now wife's uh, mom's funeral, or it might've been the visitation. And one of her friends from high school showed up to pay her respects. And I thought it was really, I mean, it was really touching. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. You know? So everyone in this circle hugs each other. And I'm over here going, do I, do I hug these people? Do I not hug them? Like, what do I, oh gosh, I don't know. Like I was really stressing about it. So I go in to hug one of them and they completely rejected the hug. And then I immediately felt like the most awkward, awful person ever, because here I am trying to do the, like the socially acceptable right thing. Cause they're all hugging each other. And I'm trying to be like part of the group <laughs> and I go to hug somebody and it completely shut down. And I'm like, huh? Um, don't, I don't think that's what I was going for, but that is an example where the minute I realized that that hug was not wanted, I backed off and I just said, Oh, my bad. Everybody was hugging. I, you know, and I shook their hand. 
right? But I tell you, it was the most awkward moment. And to this day, I will still bring it up occasionally. And I'm like, do you think they think about that? Like, am I, am I like a gigantic weirdo for trying to have hugged somebody that didn't want to be hugged? But you get what I mean. Like, we don't always read those signals very well. But I think it's awesome that this person I'm talking about was able to take a step back and say, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't know you. I'm not going to hug you. And I'm kind of on like the therapist side of me going, good, good for you. You set that boundary. Yes. But then I feel awkward and like a horrible person inside because I tried to force a hug on someone. You were probably like one half, whoo, and the other <laughs> half like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a funny moment. And, you know, but that just goes to show that sometimes in the world that we live in, we don't always know what other people's space boundaries are. And people have these physical space boundaries for lots of reasons, right? Like it could be that they've had negative experiences in their life. Maybe they just aren't comfortable with people they don't know. Maybe they just don't like hugs. There's a lot of reasons that someone may not want to hug or be in your physical space. If I had taken it personally as an attack against me, going back to those agreements that we've been talking about in the previous weeks that we've had been doing the four agreements situation, that wouldn't have been right either, right? It's all about recognizing that the, the boundary someone sets is about them. One more thing I will say about boundaries, because I hear this a lot from people that have experienced throughout their lifetime maybe when they were little kids being told, okay, we're going to see, you know, aunt, whoever, or uncle, whoever, and you've not met this person, but like once in your life, and then it's time to leave. And they're like, well, give them a hug, go on and give them a hug. And you're almost like shamed into physical contact of some kind. And that can be damaging. You know, it is okay for a child to say, I don't really know this person. I don't want to hug them. And if the adult in question takes that personally, the adult needs to check themselves a bit and look at why they're taking that personally, because it's important for kids to develop a sense of security with who they are and that it's okay to set boundaries when they don't want to touch someone because there's a nice way to do it. You don't, you, I'm not saying that this is a free pass for, you know, anybody to be a jerk, kids included, but you have to learn how to set the boundaries in a healthy way. Boy, we sure needed boundaries way back in the 1970s. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm I'm at one point in my career I was amazed at the number of people that didn't know what boundaries even were. Now I've come to recognize that it's really not been a topic that's been discussed for a long long time. Like it's almost something that we we never really thought to have really healthy conversations around this topic. And so that's why I'm devoting an entire series of episodes to boundaries and setting healthy boundaries because it's important to sort of validate that it's okay to say no to things when they don't serve your greater good. It is okay if someone goes in to hug you that you prefer a handshake. It is okay to fist bump someone. It's also okay to say, I'm not really comfortable with physical touching, but it's great to see you. But we need to normalize these things. I think right now we live in a bit of a society that's afraid to stand up and say what they are and aren't okay with. And we're trying to regulate and figure that out. Yeah, I agree. There were times in my life, oh, I had to go in for that hug, forced by my, you know, uh, parental figures or grandparents mm -hmm. or aunts or uncles. And mm -hmm. yeah, it is. It's weird because I definitely did not want to be anywhere near these people. And I had to do it. And yeah, I, I was just now, as you're talking about thinking back to it, and I could remember like, ooh, no, don't touch me. Oh, girls, get away. 
<laughs> yeah. And it, and it's like, it, it's really nothing personal against them. It's just simply what you're comfortable with. And I think this idea of physical boundaries and, and just setting what is appropriate and comfortable for your life, it just doesn't always look the same for every person. And so this goes back to that idea that we all have the autonomy to figure out what we are and aren't okay with. And you're going to hear me repeat that quite a bit over the coming weeks because we have to devote an episode to each of the seven different types of boundaries. And I, I really hope that you will continue following along with the discussion because all of them are important. We all need to set some version of all of them. And it's really impossible to go through life and avoid setting these boundaries. It just, it, we have to figure it out, you know? So we're going to, we're going to dig into it, Mr. Cash. We are. Well, I hope that I am not crossing any boundaries by saying you can follow me on the Instagrams at our cash comedy, dude. I mean, like I really have like eight followers over there. So yeah, if you want to <laughs> jump on board, come on by. Oh my goodness. It, um, I will say no, but yeah, if somebody chooses to follow you, great, but they're not being forced to, right? That's the whole boundary thing. If you do want to follow along with what I've got going on, go to lindsaywalden.com. You can really find all of the things there on the site, be it past blog posts, past podcast episodes, a way to download my free relationship communication guide. And I will have all of the info about my relationship workshops there as well. You can follow me on social media on Facebook. It's it's at Lindsay Walden Consulting. On Instagram and on TikTok, it's at This Is Lindsay Walden. On Pinterest, you can search Lindsay Walden or Therapy Thoughts. And most recently, I've joined Clubhouse. Over there, I am at Lindsay.Walden. And if you search for Therapy Thoughts, there's an entire club that you can follow with additional rooms where we talk about all of the things in more detail, like more of a discussion that we do here on the podcast. So, there's all of the things. Until next time, I do hope you keep living your best life and working to build that relationship of your dreams. And we will be back next week with more.